0: Of course, Mr. Falcon was uh, front and center uh, during the 2010 Winter Olympics and the B- with the B.C. Liberal government. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, Jeff. So your reaction uh, to this announcement by the NDP government? Oh,
1: I, I, like, I am extremely disappointed. And, and I just want the, the public listening out there for a moment to just put aside the Olympics for a second. Here was this unbelievable opportunity where we had four First Nations excited about the opportunity to have an Indigenous-led Olympics, meaning that they would have an equal voice at the table for governance and planning. They would work with the province and the city to to get this thing going and up and running. It would have been the first Olympics ever led by Indigenous nations. I think it would have enjoyed enormous interest from around the world. The whole Indigenous angle, I think, would have just been fascinating uh, for for people from around the world. It would have really demonstrated how... We're walking the path of reconciliation together with First Nations. And and to think that David Eby, one of his first things he does as incoming premier is to, is to shut it down. And, and here's the part that bothers me. It's how they did it. Why couldn't they at least meet with these folks that have been working so hard for so many months at their own cost with no support from the province to try and bring this forward? They were excited about it. And to give them a kick in the teeth like that uh, with, you know, a few hours notice. I just think is a real setback for for reconciliation. From people, frankly, there are always virtue signaling about it. But when it came to doing something that could have really advanced the cause, Um, just really let down First Nations and and I think the broader province. I think it's a huge missed opportunity.
0: What do you say to the argument that look, we have priorities uh, there's only so many finite amount of dollars here. We've got huge issues with the healthcare system that is uh, strained under COVID. Uh, We've got uh, priorities um, in and around public safety. Uh, It's all going to cost money and that's where the priority should be at this particular point. Uh, Mental health and addiction is another one. That's what we should be focusing on rather than Uh, a bid for a 2030 Olympic Games. As much as we want one, we have already hosted one, and this is not the priority at this point.
1: Sure. So, first of all, those are all legitimate concerns. People should raise those they do every time. Look, I I think it's important to understand, uh, you know, back in the day when the government of Social Credit wanted to do the Expo 86, a lot of people, the NDP especially, opposed it back then. turned out to be a really tremendous event, really boosted the confidence of us as a province, and and created awareness about our beautiful city. Uh, 2010, same thing. You know, the NDP were strongly opposed to that. In fact, David Eby, I recall, he was with the B.C. Civil Liberties Union, was having his people follow around the police and was trying to uh, protect the rights of anarchists to riot in the streets and to cause all kinds of problems there, and said that, you know, it was going to turn B.C. into a police state. Um, So I'm not surprised at the continued opposition to these things. But I do think people have to understand that, Virtually all of the infrastructure has already been built. We built it for the 2010. And there's huge opportunities for legacy investments, especially on the housing side in Vancouver and Whistler and Kamloops, that was part of what the, uh, the four First Nations were talking about, that could have had wonderful uh, benefits down the road. I also think there was a huge opportunity, because of the Indigenous-led nature of this, of this proposal, to have the federal government, frankly, backstop uh, a lot of the downside financial risk. And, you know, there's not going to be a massive infrastructure cost like there was in 2010. But even those Olympics uh, were delivered on schedule, on budget. We had a huge amount of interest from around the world. I think it raised the profile of the province tremendously. And I think this is a missed opportunity for those First Nations to, to really demonstrate to the world uh, the incredible reconciliation we're doing together here in British Columbia.
0: I got about thirty seconds left, but in your mind, uh, just like Wilson said, this project is is dead. It's done because of this decision today. In your mind, or do you think it can be resuscitated? Well, I
1: think it could be resuscitated with with you know the right leadership that says, "Hey, wait a minute! Like, why wouldn't they at least have a meeting with the federal government and the First Nations first before they make this decision? Get everyone in the room: the city, the the feds, the First Nations." And say, look, can we do this in a way that makes sense, that protects the downside risk to taxpayers, that advances the cause of reconciliation? I think they could have. It's a huge missed opportunity. They said no. They did it in a very discourteous way that I think is not consistent with their, you know, the talk that they always talk about with reconciliation. And I think that's unfortunate. Missed opportunity.
0: Kevin, thanks for your time, my friend.
1: Thanks for having me.